Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Cree, and I'm really excited to introduce you to my guest today, my friend Dave Wagner. Dave is a licensed esthetician and massage therapist, and he has experience as both an educator and a practitioner in the beauty biz industry. He has a master's degree in education, and he currently serves as the director of education and public relations at SkinScript Skincare in Tempe, Arizona. I loved having a conversation with Dave because we covered so many cool topics, and really the topics we covered are all-encompassing as to what it takes to become a successful practitioner in the beauty biz industry. We talked about everything from enzymes and peptides to marketing and mindset. So stay tuned. I think you're really going to feel energized and even like you've expanded your knowledge as an esthetician after listening into the show today. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Beauty Biz Show. I'm your host, Lori Crete. I am a licensed esthetician, spa owner, and beauty biz industry coach, consultant, and educator. I'm so excited to share my love of all things beauty industry related with you. So I invite you to join me each week as I feature compelling interviews with industry educators and leaders and inspirational success stories from my fellow beauty biz practitioners. Stay tuned for some powerful beauty biz inspiration. everybody. It's Lori Crete here, and I'm your host today of the Beauty Biz Show, and I'm really excited to introduce our guest, Dave Wagner. Hi, Dave. Hey, Lori. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great today. Thank you. Now, you are in Arizona. I'm in uh, suburban Arizona. Tempe is where our office is located at. Yep. I've been out here since 1996. Can you believe that? I was going to ask you, where are you from? I originally grew up, up out in Nebraska, out in South Central Nebraska, in a small farming community. So here we go. Small town boy makes good in skincare. <laughs> <laughs> what are the What are the odds of that? You know. You know, I have to tell you, when I was a flight attendant, I went to Nebraska a lot, and I don't know if it's my Vermont roots or not, but I loved it there. Oh, it's a great place to be. Great place to be from. You know, great family stuff. Great communities out there. It just what didn't really hold what I really wanted to do, you know, and that was kind of do healing art stuff and uh, all my education. So I, I kind of moved out of necessity, if you will. So currently you are director of education and public relations at Skin Scripts Skincare. I am. Yeah. Sounds like quite a title, doesn't it? It is a little bit of a tongue twister, but what <laughs> I discovered about you looking through your bio and some information you sent me, is you seem to be addicted to education. I love, love, love education. In fact, most of my life has been in education. Uh, way back when, I was a uh, art teacher, K-12, and then I went in and got my master's in counseling and school psychology. I was a guidance counselor for a number of years in the middle school setting. And uh, back, like I said, I moved out here in 96 and kind of was finished with education, not so much finished with it, but kind of with the public education sector, you know, and I uh, wanted to keep an education. And I thought, what could I do to, you know, still be in education? I went into massage. So I was a massage therapist. And then shortly thereafter, I got my skincare license. I want to go back and talk about two things. First of all, I just sent out this big email blast to all of my clients that are teachers and said, please share this with your entire staff because 
I feel like they're the most overworked, underpaid people in the whole entire world. And I want them to know I appreciate what they do. Oh, my gosh, isn't that? And it's not just in, you know, it, it's education worldwide, I assume, you know, especially here in the States. Uh, we need to really get on and focus on teachers getting them paid more, <laughs> better classroom hours, slow, uh, smaller class sizes, at least at the public education level. But you know what? That's that's the foundation of society, don't you think? And even our beauty biz is education within our business. And that's what I do. So well, and I love the fact you have such like a strong background in it. And I want to talk a little bit because this is something else that I thought was cool when I was looking through your bio. You were a massage therapist at the Phoenician Hotel, which really is one of my favorite places in the whole world. Gosh, isn't it lovely up there? That is something that is truly unique among the hotel you know, all the hotels in the world. Yes, I loved it up there. I've stayed in a lot of hotels because I was a flight attendant. I've traveled the world, but something magical happens when you walk in that place. Will you talk about what it was like to work there in the spa end of it? When I interviewed up there, I thought I was just interviewing for a massage therapy position. (laughs) But you know what I was interviewing for? I was interviewing for customer service. And when you work at a level like that, my first two weeks up there wasn't even in the spa. It was taking classes, human resource classes, and they had all these different workshops about how to deliver the exceptional customer service that they're known for. Okay, th- I want to ask you a question. What is one thing that you learned from that experience that you can share with us? Because I don't feel like we get enough of this training in school. Yeah, you know what? We were taught to always make great eye contact, always use the client's name in your conversation. People love to hear their name. And we were uh, supposed to, you know, with your clients, review your client files, review your, uh, the screens on the computer that we knew our, what our clients, you know, where their names were listed at. And we were expected to welcome people, go up, shake their hand, put a, you know, a nice hand on the shoulder and say, hello, Mrs. Smith, or hello, Mr. Smith, welcome to the Center for Wellbeing. And it was such a nice way to start out that service. They were on your side immediately, but it was that simple use of a name. Do you know, it's funny that you say that because a client of mine stopped going to a provider in the beauty biz world because she kept, the the practitioner kept calling her sweetie and she found that to be so insulting. Uh Yeah, I can see that. Absolutely. Yeah, that, and it's just an understated, the the whole uh, customer service at that level is understated, but very much always has a presence there. You know, it's how you deliver your information. It's uh, everything from temperature of the room to quality of fabric to your quality of touch. So it truly is a package deal at that, at that level. And I think, you know, Laurie, just to add on to that just for a second, that's what I try to work with in my classes is just tell people, hey, this is more than just ingredients. It's your presence. It's your touch. It's all of that, you know. So that's what people need to focus on as well. I absolutely agree with you. And I want to talk about ingredients in just a second because I feel, well, I've heard. I've never taken one of your classes, but your name kept coming up. This guy is a phenomenal educator. You have to have him on the show. So I'm excited to dive into that in a second. But one more thing about the Phoenician, and I'm sorry, because I'm obsessed with that (laughs) hotel is nobody ever leaves there. Do they have the same staff in the spa forever? Like the piano Uh, player has been there for 25 years. I am telling you, and I still have really good friends up there. They're estheticians and massage therapists. And of course, you know, there's other jewels in that necklace, if you will, out here in this part of the world, because we have the Phoenician, we have Wild Horse Pass, 
Uh, we have those types of hotels here that are like crown jewels in that crown. You know what I'm saying? And gosh, it's such a it's such a nice place to be and be a part of. And you're right, people. Once they get there, they don't have a tendency to leave. It's funny. I wanted to have my live event in August at the Phoenician, but they were already booked and I started planning it like a year out. So we did end up at the Wild Horse Pass, which is another absolutely amazing facility. I get out of my car there and I swear to God, like this big eagle will always fly above and you feel like it's just such a special place. It is picture perfect postcard Arizona. You know what I'm saying? And for your listeners out there, uh, if you're considering coming out here to Lori's today, oh my gosh. What a fantastic venue that is. It's just such a piece of Arizona. It's a classic piece. And it's a relatively new resort out there. It's probably 10 years old or so now. But my gosh, what they offer out there is fantastic. You won't uh, be disappointed. Did you know they have a pack of wild horses that runs around on the property? No, it. They have it all. Yeah. <laughs> right on cue, too, right? Oh, yeah. Let's hope. I haven't seen them yet, but I'm excited about that part of it. I'm such an animal lover. And I want to talk about that, too. In a second, I was scrolling through your Facebook page. You guys recently rescued a bird over at Skinscript's headquarters. Not just a bird. It was Mimi. Because remember, we're working on names here, you know. Oh, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I didn't even see that part. One, day, uh, one of my coworkers goes, uh, what is that? And I said, what do you mean? And she, we looked up above the car park thing, you know. And here's this beautiful little cockatiel sitting up there. Well, obviously, he didn't belong here. We did a lot of phone calls, and finally, they came out. This bird rescue place rescued the bird, and we were taking water and food out to it all day and everything, you know? Was it friendly? Like, would it come near you? Yeah, they, well, I'm, you know, it, you know, those birds can break your fingers, you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't, like, going up there trying to pet it or anything. But the guy came out. He rescued it. And they got that little bird back with its owner, who was frantic. She didn't. She's an older, uh, elderly lady. Didn't have internet. Had no way to communicate with people. So we kind of did the work for her and reunited them. But that was a nice. That was a nice way to end up that day. You know. My grandmother had a parrot that she was madly in love with and this was in Vermont in the country and it got out of her house she was probably in her 80s when this happened and every time she would go outside to hang her clothes up it would land on her head and she never actually got it back in her house I guess the bird was meant to be free and wanted to come visit her every now and then but well, that's great you know still <laughs> yeah. connected but not inside the house you know? exactly better for everybody I guess so tell me a little bit about what your job is as Director of Education and Public Relations at Skin Scripts. What does that mean? What do you do all day long in there? Because I know you're a busy guy. You told me you get to work at 7 a.m. I, I do. You know what? I reach out to people uh, like what I'm doing with you. I do a lot of webinars online. We reach out and touch our customers via the web, usually Skype sessions or um, private webinars. I also host webinars that are for public viewing. Um, and I have a, oh gosh, 12 of them that I do pretty regularly, and that's kind of all the focus concepts of the doing part, the theory part of aesthetics, like histology and acne and chemistry and hyperpigmentation. So I run classes like that. We also reach out, and I do troubleshooting for people. I, I talk to people on the phone. We host classes in here. You know, we have a, a one of our um, pride and joys here is our two-day class, and that's a free class for everybody, and it's called the Skintensive two-day training. I like that name. And it, will you go back and just explain, because people are going to want to know, and I want to know what troubleshooting for people means. 
Uh, troubleshooting for people are people that call in and they go, gosh, you know, I don't understand how this enzyme runs, or I did this to a person, what did I do wrong, or I may be overexfoliated, or hey, I'm going to email you some pictures. Can you troubleshoot those for us? Can you look at that and see what we could do better, or you know, just look at this and we, we want your input. So we do a lot of that. Both the owner, Lisa Van Bakken, and myself do that. Uh, but keep in mind, too, when they order from us here at SkinScript, all of our customer service reps are estheticians, so they have a really good grip and grasp on technology and ingredients and treatments and protocols and how to put all that together for you. So we're just not order takers. We are problem solvers. We're, we help keep people on their pathway to success, and gosh, you know, it takes that. We're kind of the, the silent partner in the background helping people understand their product. I could see that. Yeah, I was cyber stalking you guys. And I love the fact that you really support the esthetician. You even, is it every month you have an esthetician? Did you just recently start this, an esthetician of the month? Esthetician of the month. Yep. We try to do that at the first part of the month. So that's always fun. How do you pick your estheticians of the month? We just kind of pick, <laughs> you know, we, we have uh, nice relationships with people. Uh, every so often our marketing person, Kelsey, will put out an all call. Hey, if you want to be considered you know, uh, go ahead and chime in. We do that on Facebook sometimes. Uh, and we also just run into people that tell us stories, like at the shows, at the, all of our trade shows that we do. And once you're out in the venues and you work those shows, you hear stories about people's lives and how they're touching people. And that's really what makes an esthetician of the month. I don't know if you saw back in March, we had an esthetician of the month who did free acne services on a client, a younger boy who had quit school. Oh my goodness. He did. He quit school because of his acne. I didn't, but I want to hear this story. Yeah. He quit school because of acne he was 17 years old. And, uh, the esthetician, Tammy got a hold of him. She walked into her shop and he, uh, through the course of the consult, he said he had quit school and stuff. And she goes, Hey, you know what? You need to go back to school. I'll tell you what I'll work. And you know, he couldn't afford anything. The family couldn't afford treatment or product. And so she said, made a deal with him. I will get your acne cleared up. It's going to take a while, but I'll get your acne cleared up. But you got to go back to school. So she did just that. She worked on him at no cost. She cleared up his acne. And they, they, the whole thing was the power of a pinky promise. And they did the little pinky promise, clean up the acne, go back to school. She did her part. And guess what, Lori? He went back and got his GED, went back into school, now is a mechanic and went to a mechanic school providing for his family and just on the road, you know what I'm saying? On the road to success now because he went back, but it's because of an esthetician doing her treatments on him. And that gives me the chills. I This is something I want to stop and talk about for a second because I just think for so long we have been viewed as pampering people pleasers or we have a hobby and not a real job. And the reality of it is, and my mission is to make people understand you can make a full-time living doing this. And our license is such a beautiful gift. And that's a great story that falls right in line with how I feel about being an esthetician. Oh, absolutely. It is a gift. You know, we all bring different things. And that's, that's what I like about the industry is we all have different gifts that we bring. We don't all have to be educators. We don't all have to be, massage therapists or we don't all have to be doing chemical peels the same way it's we all bring different aspects and that's what really truly makes this nice community that we've got going here 
I agree. And I think there's a shift taking place. And I see it a lot, even interviewing people on the the show. Um, we're really supporting and uplifting each other right now. And it before I felt like when I first came into the industry, it felt like people really protected their success and didn't want to share. And that seems to be changing. Have you noticed that? Oh, absolutely. At the shows. Well, I, I see it happening with uh, certain vendors, you know, certain people. You know, I still think there's a level, a high level of competitiveness out in the market. And I, I think some of that's good. I think some of that ego driven competitiveness stuff isn't so good, you know, but I don't participate in that. <laughs> I can identify it, but I don't participate, you know. You guys have a beautiful work life, you and Lisa. I see you at the booth and your booth is busy all day long. And then I see you out having fun at night. I respect and appreciate that. Uh, You know what? We work hard. We play hard. But you know what? Lisa runs such a good business here that we just do our jobs and she's got a really nice thing going. We're a small company. You know, there's only 11 people working here, but it's because of our philosophy and you know, all that. So, you know, and simple, our philosophy, great product, great customer service, quality education. And we want to help the esthetician be successful. And at night, you know what you do that in the daytime, great product, great service, great quality education. You go home, you rest easy. Yeah. Creating a nice balance around it. And I just feel like in this industry, I've never felt like it was work. I'm not sure if you feel that Uh way. Uh, no, I, I get to come do this job every day. I, I don't really think this is work. We were just talking about that last week. It's fun doing this job. So if you're listening out there and you know thinking, gosh, should I go into skincare? Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's a fun job. You, you create your own environment, really. The reality of it is you do have to pay your dues in the beginning, I think. But as long as you keep showing up and you keep surrounding yourself with people who want you to be successful, like you guys, for example, it's a beautiful, beautiful career and mm-hmm. industry. Mm-hmm. I want to know who comes up with your seasonal facials because they always sound so delicious. Oh, we do that through marketing. We have meetings here. It's uh, typically Lisa, myself, and our marketing person, Kelsey. Talk about, I'm sorry, go ahead. And then I want you to actually talk about your sweet cherry cheesecake. (laughs) Absolutely. We, we, you know, we kind of project out and we, you know, we like to do seasonal stuff and those seasonal promos are typically around every couple months. So we try to keep it fresh for people. And you know, that's part of what we do. Yes, we have our standard treatment enzymes and peels, all that. But then every so often, every two months, we inject another seasonal facial. And this, you're right, this one's that cherry enzyme. And we try to keep those, you know, relatively mild for people to fit most of your clients. So it truly is a marketing facial. We also keep that cost a little bit lower so you can have that maybe as a facial of the month or, you know, a promo like that. So we keep it cost affordable for you. It's brilliant for you guys as a business, because I actually heard about you when somebody was online raving about your strawberry facial a few years ago. Are you going to be bringing that one back? We may, you know, we, we try to keep it always kind of fresh and exciting. It might not be the same exact one, but with this cherry enzyme, it is very popular. I don't know if we'll keep bringing this back. I hope so. I, I think it's we're going to be requested, kind of forced <laughs> to bring this one back. So, yeah. Plus, we do the enzyme, and then we uh, package it for you. We give you a nice little shelf talker. Uh, the protocol is included in that package. So, it you know, it kind of makes it easy for the esthetician to do her seasonal marketing facial. Then you share that on Facebook and your Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. So we have that kind of business in a box, if you will. It's a promotion ready to go for you every month. If you make somebody's life convenient, 
you will be successful. It sounds like you guys are doing that for the esthetician and then the esthetician can just roll that right over and make life convenient for their client. Yep, absolutely. You know, we just did a webinar about that and it talks, the webinar talks about being ahead of that marketing curve. And, you know, that's one of my challenges too. You know, I'm not a marketer, I'm, I'm not an advertiser. And so when I was working for myself, I was kind of like, oh, I need a special next week. And here it is Friday afternoon, <laughs> you know. And so I'm trying to do a special. I was always behind the eight ball, always not doing it correctly. But to really do that marketing nicely and, you know, uh, you have to think that through. And we, we did a webinar about how to get on the front side of that curve. So you're not always catching up, you know. You kind of process that out, plan it out, and then you have your marketing plan together. Oh, it's my favorite thing to teach. I'm obsessed with marketing. It used to scare me, and then I just started doing these things, and I'm like, wait, this works. So it's an important element in our business and as practitioners that we quite often overlook. So I'm glad you're supporting people that way. Mm-hmm, absolutely. I want to talk a little bit about, and I'll tell you why. I want to talk about enzymes and peels. I am not an aggressive esthetician. I feel like the elements in Southern California do so much damage. I'm just an enzyme girl. That's it, enzymes. So, will you talk about what an enzyme is and what a peel is and which one is good for who? Well, enzymes, the reason they work so well for everybody is just kind of what you said. You know, they're gentle. They're really progressive exfoliators, but they're a great place to start for people. You know, I think most consumers in the, you know, and that would come into our businesses, they kind of come in thinking, I want the harshest thing you have. I want it now. I want to slice and dice. And I, you know, I want to jump over everything. But that's, as we all know, that's not really the way skin works. So you have a group of enzymes that really gently treats, hydrates the skin, does some exfoliation, and it, it allows product to penetrate. So your home care product penetrates better after an enzyme. And then you can graduate people on up into peels. So, yeah, you can use lactic and glycolic and TCA peels. But, you know, you don't have to be in a hurry to do that. In fact, we know that light enzyme work, you know, with really good home care really changes people's skin. Can you give me just a simple definition of what an enzyme is? Well, an enzyme is a digestive, it digests proteins. Typically, ours are fruit-based. So they amp those up in the in the labs, and they digest the keratin known as our skin cells. And when that digests keratin, you whisk that away with a barber towel or a sponge, and you've just done an exfoliation. So enzymes are an exfoliation method. And you said it's best to start with an enzyme before you graduate somebody to a chemical peel? We do, you know, and we even have some of our, you know, more potent enzymes we have acids embedded into them so they get a more progressive exfoliation without peeling and as you know skin script we're not so much um, we're not the peeling company you know if you want really harsh or more you know medical peels there's places for that but we believe in slow you know slower peeling more enzyme work lesser grades of acid over a longer course of time. Yeah, that's totally my style as an esthetician. Now, the one peel that I feel really comfortable using is a lactic because I think that just seems to almost heal the skin instead of be aggressive and burn it. Am I correct? Oh, absolutely. It's a hydrating uh, acid. It's a large molecule. It doesn't penetrate very far into the skin structure, but it offers your skin more than it gives back. So I was taught long ago that uh, lactic acid is a loving acid. It loves your skin. It gives more than it takes back. I like that. 
Yeah, I did too. So that's always stuck with me over the years. So if you put a peel or an acid into an enzyme, it breaks it down a little bit. It softens it, so to speak. It uh, furthers the progression of the exfoliation service. But not in a harsh way, like it mellows the peel out. Yeah, it mellows the peel out. It, the, the acid is not quite as progressive as it would be on its own, but it's enough to give that client more of an exfoliation. But of course, you know, when you use products like that, you should check in with your clients to make sure that they're indicated for that or if they have any contraindications as well. So, you know, and that would be pregnancy or sensitivities or, you know, anything that they couldn't have an acid mixed in with an enzyme. Now, I want you to troubleshoot something for me. I have used enzymes and every now and then I will take one off my client's face who's not using anything. I've asked the right question, so to speak, prior to putting it on and their face looks almost purple. It's so red. Kind of red. Well, that circulation in there, uh, sometimes that is a, well, not sometimes, we train that that is a good thing. Okay, good. I mean, you don't, you, you, you don't want purple welted skin. That could be a reaction. <laughs> you need to consider that. However... You know, good flushed pink skin is healthy skin. You know why? Because blood comes in, what comes with that? Nutrition, oxygen comes into that tissue. And then when that skin calms down, toxins flow away. So that's a nice so way. That's how I've been explaining it to my clients. You're supposed to be pink. It means we stimulate it and the blood comes to the surface and now you're being, your skin's being nourished. Right, absolutely. And, you know, some people will say, well, you know, with inflammation comes aging. Well, you know, we're not saying we're keeping that skin in that state 24-7. You know, a little challenge with the skin, you know, a little uh, vascular flush, that does your skin good. It's kind of almost akin to going to the gym and working out, right? you got to stress your muscles so they, they grow bigger, you know, so you condition your muscles. Same with the skin. You kind of challenge it. And then, you know, you kind of shock it and it brings it back into its own, you know, reality. It kind of moves it forward, kind of conditions it, if you will. It's funny. I always compare skincare to going to the gym. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I think a lot of us do, you know. But, you know, it's, it's those stories that what I really work on in my classes is how to develop your story so your client understands what they're doing. <laughs> you know, tell stories to your clients so they get it, so they can so they can latch on and understand these and, and understand why they're using them or understand treatments. Now, I want to talk because I feel like you guys in Phoenix have this unbelievable freedom as estheticians. You get to do what? Dermaplaning? You get to do dermaneedling? Do all those things yeah. fall under your scope of practice? They do. We can lance here. It's the Wild West out here. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I'm telling My you. My friend Pam Vendetti says the same thing. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? I, I think that our state board really is progressive. And I know a lot of states look to our state board for leadership and guidance. And I and I applaud our state board for that, you know. Um, you know, I, I think that there's challenges with standardization and, you know, what we should and shouldn't be doing in the rooms. But you know, work within your scope and our, and our scope, if you, I don't know, if you work with within it, I'm good with that. You know, we can do a lot out here. That's true. I feel like pretty soon I'm not going to be able to wash somebody's face in California. Yeah, you guys have some challenges out there, don't yeah. you, with that? It's pretty crazy. But tell me, what do you like better 
I, cause I know people are curious about this stuff, especially those of us that don't get to do derma needling and derma planing. Will you talk about derma needling? Like you, cause you do it and you love doing it in your practice, right? I love doing it. It's, I've been doing it way over a year now. It's, uh, such an elegant, quick service. And I, I prefer it over like laser services and I'm certified in lasers as well. I don't run them at my business, but uh, and the the biggest thing that I like about it is there's no thermal injury. You know, it's a quick service. You take your device, your pen, or whatever you're using, and you slightly wound the skin. And because of that wounding, it's their own natural innate immune system that creates the healing. So for somebody that doesn't want to quote unquote do a lot to their skin, I don't want anything artificial. Well, the only thing artificial here is just the wounding, just those little tiny needles perforating the skin. And because of that, then your cellular response starts in, and that is what creates the collagen. That's what creates the fibroblast activity. And, and that's a really awesome thing for people that don't want to do something unnatural to the skin. I think that's a great, it's a great service for that. Because it does regenerate skin. So you you actually are still in the treatment room every week or? Gosh, almost three or four times a, a week. I just had a really busy Sunday. I had uh, I have a client, uh, actually two clients tonight. So I, I kind of go uh, with what my clients need. I'm kind of an, you know, by appointment type of guy. Is your treatment room in the headquarters at Skinscripts or? Uh-huh. And in fact, Lisa encourages to all to work, you know, to keep our hand in the business, to keep up on our skills. So I really take advantage of that. You know, I, I want to be always on the forefront of education and thoughts and a leader in that respect. And the way to do that is just simply keep involved with the industry. It's funny, you have like a lot of people would view what you do as a dream job. You get to educate, you get to work in the treatment room, you get to help set up all these cool facial protocols. You know, and that's all about manifestation. I set out to do it and I manifested that. <laughs> you know, I'm a big manifester. I don't know if you know that about me, Lori, but what you think about, you become. And I tell you what, I started thinking about this and I wanted to do this. And so I created it. That's probably why we relate so well, because there is a part of your bio where you say at the end where your intention is, there lies your reality. And I highlighted that because I think it's beautiful. Uh, and that's what I have really lived by. You know, it, it's hard to, if you don't have that mindset, it's kind of hard to get it. But trust me, everybody, if you get that mindset of abundance, creating your own success, what you think about you become, creating your own reality, however you envision that, study that, think about it, read about it, and that really, truly is how things work. At least that is in my world, you know? And if it wasn't, I'd still be back in Nebraska on the farm, you know? <laughs> well, why don't, you know, because you say not everybody understands this. Like, how did you come to understand it? Like, is there a book you could share with everyone or? Uh, I started out a, wow, a long time ago now. I think that book's probably 10 years old or so now. It's called The Secret. Yeah. I was having a bad week last week and I knew I needed to get back to a good energy of abundance. And I said, I'm going to go back right to where I started. And I watched that movie last Sunday. Yeah. You know, it's very available out there now. When, when that first came out, you had to dig around for it. You had to special order it, all that good stuff, you know, but now it's so readily available. Go, everybody should watch the secret, kind of watch stuff like that and just be mm, open to it, I guess. You have to be open for potential, for possibility. 
Yeah, along with that, you know, I do a lot of meditation. I try to do some yoga each week. So that, that for me, that's kind of a, a lifestyle that, you know, that, that I've created that, you know, that's important to me. So that's how I, you know, live my life and my job. These things remove the overwhelm from our lives. If you can take and make the time, everyone says, you know what? I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. Well, we all have the same amount of time that Beyonce has. <laughs> that's right. Or a number of people around her. Yeah. Uh, you, you know what? I, I wrote an article. Uh, oh, it can spend a couple of years ago now. It's just simply using your breath to be an, a, a breath as an awareness exercise at your work. You know, so often we come up against challenging situations at work with a difficult client or somebody returning product or whatever, and you you find yourself holding your breath. You know. And when you do that, you're not letting that life force in. You're not letting that unfold. You kind of operate out of fear. So that whole article was kind of, hey, at least if I'm aware of my breath, what I'm doing with it, I can kind of get over situations. And I realized that this is just a difficult situation for me. My ego has attachment to it, but it's really not reality. It's just me having a difficult conversation here, and this will be finished in a little bit, and then I'll go on. But it's all about how your breath, you know, permeates through that. So I liked writing that article. That's really often overlooked in our business, too. I agree. I just took a class. Um, it was a woman's empowerment class. And she was had gone to Tibet, the woman teaching the class. And she said they spent a week learning breathing techniques before they even dove into the more spiritual part of their class there. Oh, yeah. And when you get in touch with that, you know, your clients come into you, they're all stressed out, they're in traffic, they've got two cell phones, they've got a Blackberry and, you know, all of that stuff, you know, and you have to encourage them, hey, why don't we do this? Let's take a deep breath together. <laughs> and that kind of gets them in that service. So, you know, breath work in services are where it's with me as well. I start all my facials that way. I put an essential oil that they get to pick out, rub my mm -hmm. hands together and make them take three big deep breaths before we start the facial. And you know what? Now that I'm talking about it, thank you. I'm even going to do that for my waxing clients. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is so important, isn't it? And it's just simple things like that. I think, you know, when so sometimes I work with estheticians and they're going, oh, hey, I, I need the microderm, you know, 5,000 before I'm successful, or I need this tool before I'm successful, or I need something before I'm successful, when really it's the simple things like breath work, like a simple touch, calling people by name, that's what creates you, that, that's what differentiates your services, you know what I'm saying? Get back to basics. I wrote a newsletter about it this morning. I, I just really encourage people to take out their credit card bills and look at what they're spending money on. And if there's nothing showing up on your bill that you've invested in that surrounds self-growth, that could be what's holding you back. Don't you agree? Oh, wow. That's great. Yes. And that's in your newsletter? It's, I just wrote it this morning, so it'll be probably going out next week or the following week. I always try to stay ahead of the newsletter writing game because it's something that I have to put a lot of time and effort in. I don't naturally love writing, but I know I need to get the message out there. So, Yeah, that's a great message, too. You know, I think we're in this game of, you know, accumulating stuff, just accumulating, accumulating. You look around, you go, what is all this stuff? And you know what? I kind of, I've kind of come through a period of that. I'm not so much like that anymore. But, you know, a few years ago, I shed a lot of my quote unquote stuff that I didn't need anymore. 
at my own personal house, but also in my own business, you know, and uh, just even thoughts, you know, we, we kind of get habitual in our thinking and our thought patterns, try to shed some of those negative thought patterns. But, you know, that kind of gets back into what we were talking about 10 minutes ago with the secret. So if you learn that, you get better at that. Yeah, I agree. It's funny. I'm going through the same thing right now. I keep saying I want to have a spa garage sale. I have so many pieces of equipment that I am not using. And I guess prior to the economy failing, I kept buying equipment. And then I realized when the economy started to tank, it didn't matter what equipment I had in my room. What was important was how I was connecting with my clients. Boy, isn't that, that, that is the bottom line for success, isn't it? How do you connect with your clients? They're not buying <laughs> your ingredients inside the bottle. They're not buying the color of your wall or a little saying that you have, you know, in a stencil on your wall. They're buying you. They're buying your customer service. We're going to talk a lot about this at the live event. You're going to come hang out with us, right? I'm going to come hang out with you. Very I hope cool. so, yeah. Am I invited? Yeah, of course you're invited. <laughs> I thought we talked about that last week. Maybe I didn't give you the formal invitation, <laughs> but here it is. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely want you to come hang out with us. And I have just... Two more questions, and then I'll let you get back to your busy day. But are you, do you consider yourself to be an ingredient geek? Uh, kind of an ingredient geek. I'm kind of a technology geek. I'm an education geek overall. And, you know, I, I guess if I had one thing to say about what am I doing in the industry, I've come to understand that I'm here to educate people and help them and their vocabulary. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Because we want, I always say we want to sound intelligent to our clients, but if, when they ask us what time it is, we don't need to tell them how to make the watch. Right. Absolutely. And we shouldn't be saying, oh, that's just a little thingy on your skin. <laughs> <laughs> how about we call that by the correct thing? That's sebaceous hyperplasia or that seborrheic keratosis or, you know, you have to kind of get good at that. So when you study, learn it once and then you've always got it, you know. The numbers of people that I work with, they, they kind of go, oh, hey, I need to know everything that you know. Well, okay, well, here's how you do that. You study, you read, you understand it, you teach it, and be, you know, through teaching, it makes you a better teacher, obviously. You know, But I think people glance over it. It's just like, okay, that's too hard a word. I don't want to know it. You know, But when they do that, they shortchange themselves later because they're going to need that vocabulary to describe that to somebody, you know, but they, they haven't done the work into it. Does that make sense to you? Oh, I'm going to tell you, it totally does because I was just at a product training seminar and they have some pretty crazy ingredients in their ingredient deck and they made us stand up and say them out loud. And I remember feeling terrified to do this yeah. in front of everyone, but then I left there and I knew exactly how to pronounce every ingredient. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes in my classes, it sounds a little bit like a foreign language class. Because I'm going to say, okay, say this word with me, fructo-oligosaccharides, and I make them say it. <laughs> you yeah. know? But it is. It's truly that saying. And then guess what? We write stuff down. We physically write it down. And then when we do those exercises, invariably somebody will always kind of reach for a, a phone or an iPad. And I say, uh -uh, you're not texting this in. You're not typing it in. You're physically writing it down, longhand, shorthand, whatever because it's that synapse through your nerve endings that get embedded into your brain, the writing, the saying, the doing, that's what learning is. I'm going to have to come go to one of your classes out in Arizona. I want to move there, but unfortunately I'm very married to my business in Los Angeles. So that's not <laughs> well, going to happen. We'll just move you in out to the wild horse out in that region, you know? So, oh God, I would love that. Yeah, um, absolutely. Well, back to my question about being an ingredient 
geek, so to speak, in uh-huh. a kind way, is what do you find to be one of the most trending ingredients right now in skincare that's making a difference in the skin? Oh my gosh. Well, it's not an one ingredient, but I really like peptides overall. Uh, because, you know, as we know, those signal things to happen to cells and it makes, when you know, when you import or when you put peptides into your product, it makes that product more functional. And it's easy to sell that. You know, there's a, there's many peptides on the market now. And, you know, thank you, science, for giving us that, by the way. But when you tell people that, they know why they're purchasing those ingredients. You know what I'm saying? Because we have a product called Peptide Restoration Moisturizer. But just to, you know, just to buy it, to pick it up off the shelf, it's just like, oh, big deal. What's it do? Well, there's peptides in there that tell your skin to lift, you know, to hydrate more, to hold hydration on to itself. But anyway, my long explanation of that is peptides because they make your products more functional. And who doesn't want that? Is a peptide just a delivery system? Or like, will you tell me what a, a peptide is or what it does? They're, they're chains of amino acids. And they, they signal cells to do something. So they're okay. chemistry made, they're lab made, and then they put those into your products and they signal the cell to do something, to firm up, tighten up, to hydrate, to lighten, you know. And so, you know, it helps the ingredients function better in the, in the uh, product. Very cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge with us today. And I know... What I always like to hear from my guests are success tips you'd give to other people. I think you gave a very powerful one to really invest in your mindset, but are there two more that you'd like to share with our listeners on how to truly become successful? Well, number one, find your gift. And like we had started this, what is your gift to the industry? Mine happens to be education and helping people develop vocabulary and science background stuff, right? But like we said earlier, There's many gifts you bring to the table. Focus on that, identify it, and define it. And you know what? I guess one thing I had to learn early on is my success isn't dependent upon other people's viewpoints about me. Does that make sense? I have my own identity. You know, go forward with that. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. If you're a person that wants to build the best, oh, I don't know, fan brush, (laughs) you know, If you want to build the perfect fan brush for this industry, then you go out and do that. And that's what's going to be your gift. But you see, we're all different. And that's what we that's how we create a great aesthetic community. Yeah, it's funny, because I heard that quote yesterday, what other people think about you is really none of your business. And isn't that a powerful quote? Yeah, oh, my gosh, yeah. But you know what, it takes the ego a long time to shed that, you know, and you might need to want to do some other work along with that some self exploration. Mm hmm. You know, I, I think that really goes you know, hand in hand with our with our business, with this healing arts, you know, uh, the self-discovery, the self-exploration, this digging deeper within yourself is really uh, where every esthetician should spend a part of their time, too. Not just worrying about ingredients, but worrying about what's inside of them that drives their success. So important. I call it discovering your business bravery, your beauty business bravery, because you will when you invest in learning and education and expanding your knowledge. Absolutely. And with that being said, where can our listeners find you or, you know, sign up for one of your webinars or invest in the cherry cheesecake facial? Oh, absolutely. They go to our website and that is www.skinscript, S-K-I-N-S-C-R-I-P-T-R-X. Make sure you put the R-X on there. So skinscriptrx.com. 
And that's our main website. You can call us. You can email us. You'll see all of our uh, classes on there, our policies. Of course, we're a company with no minimum opening orders. And get this, Lori, a flat $5 shipping nationwide all the time. So it's not just specials. We do that for our customers all the time. Flat $5 shipping and no minimum orders. So that really helps the esthetician's bottom line as well. That is awesome. And I'll just share with everyone, one of my favorite products that I always have on hand from you guys is the strawberry mint mask. I'm in love with that. Yeah, that, I love that um, collar and, or not, uh, the uh, kale and clay in there that, you know, it doesn't dry down. It kind of has that creamy consistency, but really does a really good job of modifying oil. So yeah, that's a great product. A great product. And every time I put it on a client, they go, oh my God, what is that? It smells so good. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for your time today. I really enjoyed this interview. I feel like a smarter esthetician now that I'm hanging hanging up the phone with you. So I, I appreciate awesome. you yeah. sharing your knowledge and your expertise. Well, thank you. And I'm, good. I'm looking forward to your uh, two-day out here at Wild Horse, out here in Arizona. It's going to be a great time. I didn't realize we had the whole mindset thing in common. I think that... Um, we have a lot to talk about in the future. And be sure, please, to tell Lisa that I said hello. I will do that. I look forward to having her as a guest on the show soon. And you guys have an awesome day. And again, thank you so much for your time, Dave. Awesome. Thank you, Larry. Okay. We'll talk soon. Take okay. care. Thanks for joining me for this episode of The Beauty Biz Show. I hope that you're feeling motivated, inspired, and ready to step forward and invest in you. I know that I'm thrilled to be offering you the opportunity to join me in Phoenix, Arizona, August 2nd and 3rd at a five-star luxury resort where I'm going to be joined by my favorite industry leaders and experts. The entire two-day event is designed to be this year's premier business training for beauty biz practitioners, where we are going to be sharing tons of new age beauty biz success strategies. There are going to be thousands of dollars worth of business building gifts given away from the stage. I'm also really excited that Katie Anderson, the editor of Skin Inc. Magazine, will be there to meet all of you. This is your opportunity to meet with approachable, powerhouse type people and build your success Rolodex. Also, Estatini's, which are my signature cocktail, will be flowing at our cocktail party. This is an opportunity for you to build your success community and find accountability partners and other people you can add to your success Rolodex. I want this to be fun, memorable, and an experience that you walk away from feeling so excited and so full of business building ideas that you cannot wait to return to work. And as a special little surprise, your success training starts right away. I am a firm believer that before success arrives, you have to be ready for it. So I've designed a special bonus gift. It's a pre-event training that you won't find anywhere else. I've never offered this before. Weekly, you'll receive mini success coaching lessons delivered right to your inbox. So from the time you sign up for the live event until the time you arrive in Arizona, I'm going to be reaching out to you each week to keep you on the path of dreaming bigger, living successfully, and planning it out accordingly. Consider this your VIP invitation to spend two powerful, profitable days with me, August 2nd and 3rd, 2015 in Phoenix, Arizona, having a ton of fun while learning my fail-proof system for making a lot more money in your beauty biz. Go ahead and grab your seat at www.estheticianmasterclass.com. 
www.estheticianmasterclass.com. for tuning in to the beauty biz show. I hope this episode leaves you feeling inspired to live beautifully. If you'd like a copy of my free report, six simple strategies to generate a dramatic increase in your beauty biz income and fill your appointment book with valuable clients, please visit www.lauricrete.com. Or if you'd like to book an appointment at my spa in Los Angeles, please visit www.thespa10.com. Thanks again for tuning in to the beauty biz show.